Hello everyone, welcome back. Hope you're all doing very well. So today's guest expert episode is Feli Day and I'm really looking forward to you guys hearing this one because content repurposing is the way forward and I'm sure you already know this, but are you actually doing it? Okay, I'm calling you out because if you are constantly on a hamster wheel of creating content and you feel like you can't keep on top of it and you know that in order to get visible and to grow your audience and to bring in more leads you have to be on TikTok and Instagram and emails and everything but if you are someone that is constantly falling off the content creation bandwagon and you're setting these goals for yourself but you're actually not able to step up and get as much content out as you want then this one is going to be for you because Feli is a content repurposing expert. She runs her own content repurposing agency. And in today's episode, we are delving deep into the world of content repurposing. She is going to be teaching us how we can effectively do it, what to look out for, what kinds of content we can use as the basis of all of our content. And there's just a lot of value in this one. I know you guys are going to get so much out of it. So without further ado, here is Feli. Feli, welcome to High Impact. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So for those people who are unfamiliar with you and aren't sure what you're about, who you help, can you give us a little brief rundown about what exactly it is that you do? So my name is Feli. I am a Canadian who ran away from Canada because I hate the snow. And I started as a general VA, grew into a content repurposing agency. And now I run the agency and then also work one-on-one with people to make sure they're building a feel-good business, a business that they're proud of and actually enjoy running using principles like content repurposing and marketing in a way that works for you. Amazing. And content repurposing is something that we haven't actually dedicated an entire episode to yet on High Impact. So I'm looking forward to delving in further to that very juicy, very helpful topic, because I think there is, and I've seen this with clients when they knew, when they're fresh and they come to me and they're like, I feel like I just want to focus on one platform at the moment because I want to nail that platform. And I know this was advice that has been given out a lot online. And then some people are like, you need to be across all platforms and posting across everything. And often when people hear the latter, they think I have to create 10 times as much content. Whereas obviously that's where repurposing comes into play. So where would you recommend people even begin when it comes to repurposing? Would you suggest like, okay, yep, start up your Instagram, your YouTube, your TikTok, your this, your that, your your other, and then try and repurpose all content across that. Where would you recommend people start when they first are like, right, let's create a content strategy that's cohesive, that gets me visible? I'm not against the advice of only showing up on one platform in the beginning and like while you're getting comfortable and to be able to build a consistent habit of creating content. But when it comes to content repurposing, I think it's about finding your core content, the content that you like to create the most. So for you, like it might be your podcast. For other people, it might be a YouTube channel. For other people, it might be like their email newsletter. And then repurposing from there onto the other platforms that you actually want to be on. I don't think everyone needs to be on every single platform just for the sake of being on the platform. I think we need to be strategic about the platforms we're using right like if you absolutely hate being on LinkedIn 
even if you could sign clients through LinkedIn, it's like you're never going to want to create for it. You're never going to want to show up there. You're never going to want to engage there. So there's no point in being there, right? So it's like if you were brand new, right out the gates, not sure where to start, I would say spend six months kind of like mastering, very loosely using that word, um, one platform, figuring it out, figuring out what works for you specifically on that platform. And then at that six month mark, you'll have an idea, you'll have the data, you'll have like your, your routine basically. And from there, then you can start repurposing of being like, okay, I want to make sure I have an email newsletter weekly so I can go through my old Instagram posts. Okay, I want to start showing up on TikTok so I can start taking my reels and repurposing them or using some of my carousels as scripts to make talking head videos. And like going from that place, like when you already have that bank of created content to then expand out, I don't think you should start everywhere first. It should gradually be expanded. Yeah, becomes too overwhelming for people. Mm. So say you're at that stage where you're expanding. I like the idea of having that core piece of content, almost like that macro piece of content where you're like, okay, this is the main piece. This is what I love to create. So for me, for instance, it might be my podcast. Mm -hmm. How many pieces of content? I'm going to ask you super generalized questions. Obviously, there's going to be differences (laughs) depending on each business, right? But for me, for example, how many pieces of content do you think I would be able to create from one podcast episode, for example? I mean, the number is infinite. <laughs> like if it's a video podcast. <laughs> the limit does not exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if it's a video podcast, it can go on YouTube. It can be cut into short form videos. Short form videos can go on TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, Facebook reels, LinkedIn reel, LinkedIn, whatever the videos are called, Pinterest you know, and then your, your podcast can be turned into a blog post. It can be turned into an email newsletter that says, Hey, there's a podcast episode. It can be turned into individual emails that are like the value packed by this thing or promotion or sales or nurture education, whatever you want from your emails. They can also do the same thing on Instagram, that it can become carousels of the whole episode as a, like as a whole entire promo for the episode or just like specific bits of the episode being broke down into like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like compact, (laughs) compact posts. Um, So it really depends what platforms you want to be showing up on and then what intentions you have for the platform. Like this is what I tell all my clients, like with your podcast, okay, you create your podcast. What do you want from it? Do you want blog posts? Do you want emails? Do you want social media captions? Do you want carousels? Do you want scripts for videos? Do you want your podcast turned into videos? Do you want like actual talking head videos? Do you want more like inspiration carousel style videos that like are maybe quotes or pieces pulled out turned into content versus like actual this is what you exactly said, (laughs) right? So there's a lot of a lot that can be created and it depends what your whole desire is from your social platforms and from each platform if you can change on each one. And do you think there are certain types of content that make good core pieces of content that you would recommend if you're like, right, if you want to up the game in terms of your repurposing, your content repurposing strategy, these pieces of content actually are a great basis to start. It's funny because I I have this service called The Remix and basically people send me their existing content and I tell you like 10 ways you can repurpose this. 
And I've noticed after doing a bunch of them, I mean, it also depends on the person and their style of creating content, but I would say that like carousels, podcast episodes, and obviously YouTube as well are some of the easiest to be able to just multiply into everything because they tend to be really specifically focused on one topic. And then of course, if it's a video podcast, it can also be video, not just written, right? So it really depends because not everyone wants to be on camera. So if you're like, I don't care about video at all, like you can get so much out of your Instagram posts and out of your emails. It doesn't have to be the long form blog. I don't think it has to go long form to short form. I think it can go in both directions. I don't know if I really answered your question. Interesting. <laughs> yes, you did. You 100% did. So I, I like, because I would have normally have thought with repurposing, it usually starts with the core piece of content being the longer form, like the macro piece of content, and then it sort of filters down into smaller chunks mm-hmm. of content. But I like the fact that there's no hard and fast rule. You can take a carousel and then turn that into an email, turn that into a video, turn that into something. So it can kind of go the other way around as well, which I like, um, instead of having like a hard and fast strategy that Mm. you must do in order to repurpose your content. Something that you said uh, before we click record, like when you were, you know, coming on the podcast, you said consistency is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) And so many people are stuck in the process of my audience just needs one more post. And that's not actually what's going to help you land your next client. What do you mean by that? I mean that like in the world of affirmations and the like belief work, which I'm a big fan of, there's always like those phrases people use. And one of the big phrases that coaches use, like encourage you to keep going is your audience just needs one more post. And that means like you just need to do one more thing and someone's going to convert. But it gets you stuck in that kind of cycle of like, well, if I just do one more post, then it's going to work. If I just do one more post, it's going to work. And you never actually stop and be like, okay, why aren't my posts working? (laughs) And it's like, it's great to be consistent, but if you've consistently been posting for three months and nobody's messaged you, maybe you need to look at your posts, look at your messaging, look at your strategy, look at your offer. Like it's, it's like this, I don't know, like a hustle of like, keep going, keep going, keep going. You'll get there if you just keep going. Like it's, it's right on the other side of wanting to quit, you know? And it's like, wait, no, like you actually do need to reevaluate and study your data and study like the feedback you're getting from people because one more post isn't going to work if nobody's resonating with your posts. Yes. So it's sometimes a matter of if there, you know, if it feels very quiet, something is probably not quite working and it's not the fact that you're inconsistent because a lot of people actually are consistent, but they're just consistently doing the quote unquote wrong things mm. to land more clients. I would be so curious to know what your personal content repurposing strategy looks like, if you wouldn't mind peeling back the curtains a little bit on that. <laughs> I feel like it's funny you said that because my Q4 has literally been like, I paused my podcast, I like slowed down all my content creation in the name of following my own strategy and actually repurposing my content because <laughs> I have <laughs> do as I say not as I do it's exactly. a classic like uh it's the stereotypical like social media manager that doesn't keep up with their social media management I have sent 70 podcast episodes mm-hmm. and I think I've repurposed like three into blog posts so I'm like slowed down to start I want to turn podcasts into blogs 
And I also want to turn podcasts into a lot of reels um, or short form videos to be specific to, to be able to show up on Pinterest is like my goal for 2024. So I really want to just like kind of start pumping out the content to be ready for Pinterest next year. And my podcast is the easiest place to repurpose from. Other times I have repurposed, I've kind of repurposed from everywhere. Before I was doing a podcast, I was repurposing from social media posts, from old social media posts into blogs, into podcast scripts, into emails. For a while I was doing emails into carousels, into Instagram captions. So like this is where there's no hard and fast rule. I'll go in any direction I feel like. But for me right now, it is repurposing my existing podcast posts. That's the focus of getting myself really more established in the long form content as I want to up my SEO and Pinterest in 2024. Mm -hmm. And do you think Pinterest is one to watch then in 2024? Or is this just a personal goal of yours? Um, both. I personally have always liked Pinterest I also have always really liked SEO and so Pinterest gives you like the backlinks like if we want to be technical like backlinks SEO like a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, long-term visibility and growth but I also recently saw that Pinterest is climbing because Gen Z has recently discovered Pinterest and so it's like actually really pumping up there and I just I'm so over TikTok and my Instagram's good, you know? So I'm like, let's not go for TikTok. Don't like LinkedIn. Pinterest it is. <laughs> I'm curious to know why you're over TikTok. So I lived in Mexico for three years. And I started two TikToks. I posted like three, four times a day. I created so many videos. And my videos always got shown to people in Mexico, people in Guatemala, people in Latin American countries. And it's not who I wanted my videos to go to. But like, no matter what I did, I couldn't get in front of the right audience because of my location. And now I live in France. Mm. So it's still not a desired location, even though I like would probably have better chances of getting in front of like British people or even like English speaking people here. But it was just like very frustrating to create that level of content. And like never really see any traction where like if I go on Instagram and I create two carousels a week, I see clients come in where like 10 posts a week on TikTok was just like frustrating. But I also noticed like the content I was creating on TikTok was so like I wasn't I didn't like it by the end. Do you know, like it felt very like introductory, like almost vague. And I was like, okay, like this just isn't, this just isn't doing it for me. Like I don't even want to repurpose to, to Instagram because like these videos, they, it's always like, send me a DM for the details or, you know, like read the caption. And I'm just like, I just want to actually share in depth and I'm not doing that. And so I just stopped. (laughs) Fair. And I suppose if you're not seeing the conversions that you want, and actually this is something you also uh, part of another part of your methodology is repurposing based on your intention for each platform. So if you're finding that actually one platform is converting, and it might sound really obvious, but it's not necessarily what people necessarily do. If you're finding that's working, okay, then look at that a little bit more. So can you tell us a bit more about 
post repurposing based on intention. I'd love to go a little bit deeper on that one. So I think everybody, maybe not consciously, but we all have intentions for the platforms we're on and the content we're putting out there. It's totally possible that your intentions everywhere you post is to create sales. Nothing wrong with that. But like for me, for a lot of my clients, like you're creating blog posts to educate, to help your SEO and like bring in traffic. TikTok a lot of the times is to generate leads, to bring in traffic. Where on Instagram, you're more nurturing stories, you're more asking for the sale, right? So it's like, you want to be conscious of the content you're putting in each place, even if it's within the same platform, right? Like on Instagram, your carousels, your your reels can be for lead generation and your carousels are for education and nurture. And then you send people to your stories to sell them or you send people to your DMs to sell them. So like when we're creating content for people or when people are asking me about repurposing, it really is like, well, what do you want? And where does your... Where do you interact with your audience? Where does your audience interact with you? Like, are you creating reels to get in front of new people? Or are you creating reels to sell people into your program? Or are you sending emails to be consistent and be top of mind and like nurture? Or are you sending emails to like send in that hard sale, right? And then repurposing from there. So is there a way to do content repurposing in a way that actually is not that effective. So say, for example, you're like me and you've got a podcast and you've got all these clips and videos and you're like, okay, I can create 50 million pieces of content Mm. off that one video and put it everywhere and just blast it out everywhere. And I'm just chopping and chopping everything up and I've created carousels and I've created videos and I'm putting over TikTok, putting over Instagram. Is there a way where you're like, uh, actually there comes a time where it's not that effective or what are some common, maybe I hate this question because it's so generic, but what are some common content repurposing mistakes that people make that you're like, okay, I can see you're trying, which I love. (laughs) I can see you're doing the content repurposing thing, but we need to improve it a little bit because the way you're doing it might not necessarily lead to more visibility, more nurturing, more people in your audience, more conversions. So my biggest pet peeve is the like redistribution as repurposing, which is where you literally just take the one piece of content and you put it everywhere and you don't do anything to it to change it. Because like we were saying, like the people who are reading your Instagram caption are not the same people or not the same purpose or intention for the people who are reading your email newsletter. So if you copy paste your Instagram caption into your newsletter, a lot of people are going to stop reading your newsletter because they already saw your Instagram post and they're like looking for something different from you. Same with like, if you're just resharing the exact same TikTok onto Instagram, onto YouTube, onto Pinterest, right? Like they have those platforms that will reshare it directly for you. But all of those platforms have different caption boxes, different algorithms, different, like you want to be, even if you're just changing the hook on your video from TikTok to Instagram, like it changes everything, right? And so if you were to like repurpose your podcast into a hundred pieces, you could have every call to action be go listen to the full episode to hear more, go listen to the full episode. But it like, all it would do is drive you traffic. It wouldn't build relationships. It wouldn't bring sales, right? And so it's like you want to be more intentional with 
what you're doing with your repurposing because your audience like they're following you in more than one place that's the whole point of like the omnipresence and being in multiple places is that they are following you in more than one place so they see you show up and again and again but you don't want to just show up being like hey 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 every single time it's like no like tell me something different like come to my email list for these exclusive tips come to my tiktok to like have a laugh come to my instagram to make some changes in your business you know and so it's like you can use the same podcast episode on all of them, like whether you turn it into scripts for emails or if it's for Instagram or TikTok. But if you're going to take that video, you're going to change the hook for TikTok from the hook that you're going to put on Instagram. Or you're going to change the call to action or you're going to change the caption around so that it like hits on a different point or calls somebody else in or interacts with them in a different way and like moves the conversation along. So yeah, there's like... There's a lot I see people doing wrong with repurposing. And the number one thing is that they are not repurposing at all. They're just copy pasting it. Oh, I just lost you there. Oh. I can, I can see you now, oh, but I that? was left on that cliffhanger. Like the number one thing they do is <laughs> cut out. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the number one thing I see people do wrong is just copy pasting their content and not repurposing it in any way, because then you bore your audience. Yes. I love that you made the distinction between, okay, what I just described there was redistribution Mm -hmm. versus repurposing. And the whole, I mean, the word in itself is like finding a new purpose for Mm -hmm. that piece of content, which is exactly what you described. It's almost like lazy repurposing, isn't it? It's like, okay, better than nothing. (laughs) Out it goes. And hoping for the best, crossing your fingers and being like, well, I posted across everything today. So that means I'm doing a good job, right? It's like, oh, like if only marketing were that easy, yeah, you know, like otherwise we'd all be that, like one more post, <laughs> rolling in it. Pick a box and it's like uh, picking the box doesn't actually help anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not doing anyone any justice, any mm-hmm. any service. So you mentioned a few little strategies there in terms of, okay, changing a, changing a hook, changing a call to action. If we're going to look at individual platforms, and again, we're just going to take an example of this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Say I take a, a 10 second clip or 30 second clip from this conversation and I want to repurpose it across TikTok, Reels, perhaps an email and maybe on LinkedIn. How would you recommend I take one conversation and then repurpose it across those different platforms based on the purpose of that platform. Okay, what do you want from TikTok? I would say TikTok would be about growth mm-hmm. and visibility so you, rather than being it about being about sales. That's where you're gonna like really go for the scroll stopping for the like oh wait what kind of hook of like this is what you're doing wrong or five ways or not five ways. Um, Oh, what's that one? Everyone always did like how X changed Y, you know, like the really like Mm -hmm. you need to listen to this kind of hook. That's going to stop the people. And on TikTok, you can be like, follow me to learn more or head to the podcast to hear the whole episode. And like, obviously you're going to have a good bio and people can click through to your Instagram and see more. And that's going to like, you want to really stop the scroll over on TikTok, where if you then put the same video on Instagram, 
with Instagram, our content majority gets shown to people already following us. Like, yes, reels do get pushed more than the other pieces. Oops, almost pulled my headphones out. Um, but it's, it's more likely that somebody already knows what you're about if they're seeing your content. So it's less of like the in your face, wait, stop, listen to me. And more of like, here's this unique way that I'm telling you that's different than what you've already seen. And this is going to blow your mind. <laughs> right? So it's still kind of like, getting them to stop the scroll, but you want to be a little bit more educational or like deeper, I want to say on Instagram. And of course, like this is my personal opinion. And like I've already said, I'm not mm -hmm. a fan of TikTok anymore <laughs> because of how I was showing up there. Um, but then if you were then to go to email, people on your email list really do already know you. It's not like Instagram where they see your face here and there. It's like people who have fully signed up to be a part of your world. They're not new to you. And so it's about going even like that layer deeper or just going really specific on one thing. So if you had a podcast episode about content repurposing, instead of being like generalist where the Instagram or TikTok might be a little more like, yeah, content repurposing is like this is repurposing versus this is distribution. It's like the email would be like, this is why distribution isn't working for you. And this is why you need to repurpose. Mm, I like it good so no it's really helpful because I think a lot of people are like okay cool but like how do I tweak it and mm. what what does each platform need and what works best on each platform so I think this is really helpful Feli mm. thank you so much for coming on the podcast today <laughs> if someone wants to either work with you or they want maybe their content repurposing done for them how can people work with you and how can people find you Find me on Instagram. That's my most active one. It's at Felly Day or at Felly Day Studio, which is my agency. And the agency, I would say the best way for people to get their feet wet, I call it like a taste of content repurposing. And that is the remix. It's where you send me 10 pieces of content you've already created. And I send you 100 ideas for content you can create. And of course, you can then go from there into our done for you retainers, or you can go straight into the done for you retainers if you know you don't want to create any content yourself. And those are three month done for you retainers where we create for 10 hours each month based on the platforms you want to show up on and the content you give us. Amazing. Okay, I'm going to leave all of those details in the show notes below so you can go and find Feli. Thank you so much for coming on High Impact today. Thank you for having me.